Okay, everybody. Um, like I said before, I am Stacy, and I am definitely a compulsive overeater. And um, honestly, I think I always have been. Um, like literally from the moment of birth, I had issues with food. I was born premature. I did not have the ability to like suck, right? And so they had to like tube feed me and and there it all began. <laughs> um, I, I'll, I'll share a little bit about what it was like um, early on when I was a kid. My mom had her candy stash um, that she thought was hidden well, but it wasn't. And I definitely pilfered candy regularly from her stash. Um, I would make sure I was the one to clear the table so that I could eat the scraps off of people's plates. Uh, we were allowed to have ice cream on the weekends and I would wait until everybody left the kitchen so that I could scoop my own and like shovel food, right? Shovel it into my mouth before I put some in the bowl that looked like an appropriate amount. <laughs> um, so, you know, I had my tricks. Um, but that doesn't mean I felt good about it, right? Like in my brain, I was always the fat kid. My my sister happens to be a half sibling and um, her genetics are very different than mine. She's very, very skinny um, and I was not. That being said, at the age of 12, I shot up really tall and suddenly did become thin. Um, and people, people noticed, <laughs> right. And it, it felt good, um, in some ways. And then other ways, my brain never actually caught up with the fact that I was now a skinny person. So I maintained the mentality of like the fat kid, um, basically for until away. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I started when I was 12 skipping meals, uh, I would throw away my lunch when I got to school. I became a, an extreme restrictor. I was five foot nine and I got down to 101 pounds. Um, but by the grace, <laughs> the grace of God, the moment that I put myself in front of a toilet after a binge to purge, I realized that this was going to become a, a problem. <laughs> and was able to stop that behavior um, before I got into the habit of purging. Uh, that doesn't mean that I successfully overcame my eating disorder. Um, thanks to being five foot nine and very skinny, I actually started modeling at a young age, right? I was like 13 years old, I think. And, um, and I was 13 years old modeling women's clothing. So I got this message of a woman is supposed to be this skinny, <laughs> right? Um, and, oh, and when I hit puberty, my hips spread and the agency let me go. They said I got too big. Um, so that really, really messed me up for a long time. Um, and I struggled with being thin and then and having bouts of restricting um, off and on all the way through college. As an adult, um, you know, my weight has yo-yoed as I've gone through bouts of like being heavier because I'm just like, screw it all. 
Um, I want to be like everybody else and just be able to eat um, versus going into these periods of extreme over-exercising and, you know, getting down to a, a lower weight and um, always feeling really good about myself when I got there, but it was always very short-lived. Um, you know, I got up to about 179 pounds, um, which came with a lot of issues for me. I, um, had back surgery, uh, for my 30th birthday. That was great. <laughs> um, and, and so those of you who have experienced this type of thing probably know that, um, carrying any kind of extra weight increases back pain. Um, and, and it's, it's hard, right? Being five minutes early. Thank you. Being early thirties and knowing that I'm experiencing chronic pain and it's impeding on my ability to do my job and to enjoy, um, all of the things that life has to offer. Um, in particular, I completely freaked out one time when I saw that my doctor had written that I was overweight on my medical chart. And, um, that was kind of an eye opener. I, um, was able to lose about 30 pounds. Um, after I saw that note in the, in the doctor's office. Um, and I was able to maintain that for a fairly long time, but Mm -hmm. I'm a compulsive overeater. <laughs> so that only lasted for so long. And um, so how did I end up here? Right. I was a member or am a member of a different fellowship. Um, and, and they tell you in Al-Anon to attend open AA meetings. And so I started doing that. I went to open AA speaker meetings and every week that I went a little bit more and more, I identified with what the alcoholics were sharing. Um, in particular, there was like my turning point moment. I had heard a man share his story about going out drinking with friends and having, I have no idea why, having them beat him up so badly that he ended up in the hospital and it took him a year to recover. And the moment that he was able to drive again, he went straight back to those friends to drink some more. The whole time he was driving, saying to himself, why are you doing this? This is a bad idea. And that night, as I left the meeting, I found myself driving to the dollar store where I bought my supplies the entire time telling myself, why are you doing this? This is hurting you. This is a bad idea, but I couldn't stop myself. I had no control and I just was in so much fear. I, I was in so much fear because at that point I was eating so much daily that it was causing me extreme physical pain. I was having other medical issues come up and it was just, but I couldn't stop. I just couldn't stop. And so I knew I needed something. And if those alcoholics could overcome what they were doing, 
then I thought to myself, there's got to be a way that a 12-step program can help me deal with my food issue. So I got into the rooms on July 5th of last year. Um, so I guess about seven months ago, um, I found myself in a meeting, an OA meeting, and immediately knew I was where I belonged. So, um, you know, I started out with that honeymoon phase is what I'll call it, right? Got in here and um, I started a really strict food plan right away. I had extremely ambitious um, schedule set for how I was going to work through the steps um, with my sponsor and probably within a month started, started having issues with that plan. Um, I am a perfectionist by nature and a, and a wannabe control freak. And, um, when I couldn't do that perfectly, right. When life started getting in the way, my job, my boyfriend, whatever. Right. Um, and I, and I found myself like, I don't know, maybe eating just a little bit more or having a snack when I, you know, originally had said I wouldn't do that. Um, and to me, that was like the end of the world. I just couldn't uh, do it perfectly. Um, and so I struggled. But luckily, I kept coming back. Um, you know, the big book in chapter three, more about alcoholism, it says no person likes to think he is bodily and mentally different from his fellows. And the idea that somehow, someday, he will control and enjoy his drinking is the, the great obsession of every abnormal drinker. The persistence of this illusion is astonishing. And that just resonates with me. Thank you. Constantly. <laughs> um, and so, like I said, I haven't maintained... Um, the abstinence that I start, that I, that I set out with, right. This extremely strict plan. Um, there's times where I've been rebellious, right. And dove back into the food. Interestingly enough, usually after having a period of really great success, right. Like I'll follow my abstinence plan. I'll be working my steps for, we'll say a week or two weeks. And I share that. I share that with my sponsor. I share that in a meeting and it's like something in my brain immediately goes, Oh no, you don't get to have that. You don't get to have that joy. And so that's one of the things that I'm currently, I guess, um, I'm acknowledging, right? Like I am acknowledging that I've got something in my brain that doesn't want me to be happy, but the good news is, um, I need those experiences, right? I need to feel that pain. Uh, pain stands for pitiful and incomprehensible demoralization. That's what gets me here. That's what keeps me here. And working the steps has really helped me learn more about myself. Um, so that I, I like, I know this now and I know that there is a way. Um, I heard somebody once say the how, how does this work? honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness. And 
I, I am willing and I'm getting honest and I'm trying to be open-minded. So I feel confident that this thing is going to stick um, with the help of my higher power and the fellowship. So just so you know, like what it is that I'm doing now, I have an action plan. It includes attending a meeting every day. Uh, there's an amazing meeting on Fridays at noon, by the way, Claremont. We're working through this book, <laughs> Relationships, Body and Sexuality, or I flipped those, but it's a really good one. Um, and it's a writing meeting. And, you know, when you write, you have to, you have to think in a way that maybe just talking doesn't force you to. I am uh, working on my steps with my sponsor. I report my food to her every day. Um, I do one chore a night. So I know that's like not a food thing, but it's something that makes me feel good. Um, and, and doing things that make me feel good is part of my action plan. Um, and when I'm in a grocery store and I find myself staring at the ice cream in the freezer section, um, my sponsor gave me this amazing idea, which was to um, jot down the amount of money I am not spending on that particular item. And it goes into my travel fund because that is something that I love. Um, my abstinence plan is basically no desserts and no binging, keeping it simple right now. Um, and I find that when I need to reach for my tools, right? Acronyms are really helpful for me, HALT in particular. Um, Am I hungry? I include horny in this one. Hungry, horny, angry, lonely, or tired. Um, and just the fact that I have that, it's so simple, right? I have that acronym that allows me to pause. And when I get to pause, um, like that's a gift for me because I never used to, to recognize what was going on. I just immediately went to the food. And now I have the, I have that ability to stop and redirect. Um, so I guess if you're new, one of the things that I all share with you is, you know, I haven't been perfect, but somebody once told me that failure is not trying. And so I have been trying, which means I guess I haven't been failing. Um, and I have been given gifts. I've been given the gift of serenity, the um, option to be a mature adult, <laughs> right? Um, to feel my feelings and to let go of expectations. So um, I hope that some of that made sense and that you got something out of that. I think I'm going to stop there. I would love to hear all of your guys' shares. Thank you so much.